you woke up this morning, it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day. So get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. And if you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. And if you woke up exhausted, it's still a good day. Because you woke up, so get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a plane, on a train, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we are going to explore up down in Minneapolis. We are going to taste a side car that we made with some local uh, spirits to Minneapolis and discuss barcades as a travel phenomenon. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. Hello again, Andrea. How are we doing today? Uh, We are doing fantastic, Aaron. It is a beautiful first day of summer as we record this. Oh my goodness, it is, and I didn't even notice that. Yeah, we're we're cluing our audience into how close to the release of this episode that we record this. And it's just going to be farther and farther as we go, because we're going to do several episodes today. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So let's go ahead and just kick kick a barcade episode off with this. That's right. We're talking about arcades. I love that uh, that comes off as like a really crazy addiction. Yeah. And it's like there there are some documented cases of people that like go really overboard, but it's very funny. Well, I mean, we talked about this in our live episode that um, when arcades were kind of a thing, like people used to think of them as this thing that was incredibly addictive. Like people mm-hmm. were trying to get arcades banned because they thought it was like akin to gambling. Yeah. And I guess in a way it it kind of feels like that a little bit, but there you know there's a skill base to it. So yeah, and I mean it's well, I mean you go we don't have to go that far in the we- the weeds, but you know difficulty curves created were created by accident in the Space Invader cabinet because it was uh, like uh, an issue with hardware and programming that it just kind of sped up at every point. Yeah, so. We could go on and on, and we will drone on about different things, but let's talk about Updown in particular, and then kind of barcades in general. So Updown is a local barcade. Um, Just for those of you that haven't experienced this before, barcade is a portmanteau of bar and arcade, meaning it's a place that you can go play video games, like um, old classic arcade cabinets, Mm -hmm. and like new ones, like brand Mm -hmm. new ones, because there are still companies out there that are actually making new arcade games, and get a beer while you do it. Or a cocktail. Or a cocktail. Or a pizza. Or a pizza. Well, I mean, pizza like is is a thing that's a staple of arcades. That is true. But um, basically, like, um, you know, I mean, like, beer and arcades have sort of been a thing. Like, when, when arcades were kind of first, um, you know, a, a popular thing, I mean, 
in the early 80s, mm-hmm. it was a place that you could go as like a teenager or young adult mm-hmm. and actually get a beer. And then um, it kind of shifted a little bit to be a more younger thing in the 90s with yeah. like Circus Pizza and Chuck E. Cheese, where it was, you know, a place and where a lot more kid- arcades in mm-hmm. malls. Exactly. Where it was like a, a kid experience again. That actually reminds me, there was a uh, there was a post, and I'm going to call it Imgur because that is the hill I will die on. Uh, they want to say Imager, fine. Um, but it was photos of arcades from the 80s, and it was the most 1980s arcade situation. Uh, it's like dudes in like really cropped t-shirts that had no sleeves and like leaning over, like hanging, you know, holding that bot, like the yeah. can of bud with the like the rip top instead of the pop tab. <laughs> and it just, it it hit a, a weird nostalgia for me that was hilarious because I'm I'm still I'm young enough that that wasn't my experience with the like dudes in their 20s hanging out but that is definitely something that I can see myself have having done yeah whereas for me like arcade well I mean like for me arcades were always the mall arcade it was the place you went to and mm-hmm. um you got a chance to just experience it um, your mom could drop you off and you'd be able to go play video games. Or in my experience, I lived only like a mile from the mall. So I would ride my bike and I would go to the mall and I'd go to the arcade and I would play whatever was available. A lot of Time Crisis. Yeah, that was your game? Time Crisis and Silent Scope. Mine was uh, X-Men. The X-Men oh, arcade yeah. cabinet. Oh, and they, they also had the Simpsons and the, oh, uh, the yeah. Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. cabinets. Yeah, and now that we're in our 30s, we uh, build our own arcade cabinets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've actually got a buddy who has, and I think I showed you the photos of yeah. like his man cave. Um, and he's got the, like the, the cabinet that he had built that basically has a retro pie built into it and with mm-hmm. you know, hundreds and thousands of different options, but it still has the full arcade cabinet feel and man, we need to go visit him. Yeah. So <laughs> up down is a barcade. Mm-hmm. It's a, a huge, it's a fairly decent sized bar that mm-hmm. is just filled with arcade machines. It's got ski ball. It's got pinball. Mm-hmm. It has everything from like uh, Dig Dug to Pac-Man mm-hmm. to Cubert, um, all the way up through like uh, even modern, like new games that are being made and released Like today. Killer Queen. Yep. Like Killer Queen, which is like an eight player, eight on eight five on five. Or, oh, five on five. Five Sorry, on five. Five on five. I'm. Uh, we played it. I mean, um, we drank a lot that yeah. day because that was part of my. It was uh, part of bachelor Aaron's weekend. bachelor weekend. Uh, it's a five on five uh, game that is really really fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's got all these things. Plus, it has a full bar with like craft beer and craft cocktails, mm-hmm. and they do a pizza window, so you can get like pizza and salads by the slice. Uh, and you or... got the uh, the breakfast pizza the last time we were I there. I did. Too. It was really good. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It had like a sausage and egg and cheese, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely delicious. And one of my favorite is the mac and cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to make a good mac and cheese pizza because a lot of times when you try to make a mac and cheese pizza, it'll get like soggy. It's soggy or overly crisp. Yeah. It's really difficult to find the balance. You have to find the balance where like the crust is just is crisp enough to hold the mac and cheese, but the the like the macaroni noodles mm-hmm. are tender, like al dente. Yeah. And then the cheese is not gooey. It's got a little bit of firmness to it, so mm-hmm. it still has that pizza cheese feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember um we used to do when I worked at the pizza place at Canterbury. Um, we did uh, spaghetti pizza, 
because uh, we, you know, it's the weird little things that we would make because we were bored of everything else. So we would take uh, spaghetti and we'd steam it halfway in our little like pasta steamer situation with the like, you know, kind of pre-cooked noodles. Uh, we'd put that down with our like regular marinara, not the pizza sauce. Yeah. And then throw cheese and toppings on top of that. And then the the like the noodles would crisp up just enough so it wouldn't be like eating ramen out of the bag before you before you cook it, but it had that nice kind of like snap to it, and it was a nice textural uh, item for us to do when we were bored of regular pizza. All this talk about food is making me thirsty. <laughs> Aaron, why don't you tell us about the cocktail you made? So I made a sidecar for us today, um, and a sidecar is generally going to be cognac or brandy. Um, they're fairly interchangeable, and cognac's really more of a, a name for a region in France than it is uh, for a specific, you know, it's a specific spirit that's from a specific place in France. Uh, but so we used uh, 1899 brandy, uh, and then it is made with generally a triple sec or an orange liqueur, which we use the Norseman orange liqueur that we picked up and tasted a couple episodes ago. Uh, and then there's also... You know, three quarters of an ounce of lemon in with that. And then we've added, uh, Andy has the Peychaud or Peychauds. I can never figure out how to pronounce it. Uh, bitters, their, their take on the aromatic bitters. And then I have Angostura's aromatic bitters in mine. Yeah, and I like the smell. I like the way that it gets like that citrus smell. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we did not opt for the sugar-rimmed glass, no. although um, when you do have a sidecar, it is traditionally served with a sugar-rimmed glass. I just hate how sticky the glass gets when you... Mm -hmm. um, make that so i tend to not make mine with a sugar rimmed glass well and also with um with the orange liqueur that we're using uh it has a lot more sweetness it to does. it so you know the sugar rim is generally there to soften the bite of mm -hmm. just the brandy and everything kind of being and the tartness heavier. of the lemon exactly um whereas with the orange liqueur that we've we've taken it has much more of kind of a fragrant uh, like orange sweet flavor to it rather than just kind of the the base orange flavor that you get yeah, with so the you normal don't need triple sec. It as much yeah i find that you know just two dashes of of the bitters it really opens up everything it kind of adds a nice flavor to it but it doesn't overpower everything else mm -hmm. it's just a great kind of enhancer yeah and the the real hard thing about making a good sidecar is the lemon balance because it is really really easy when you make a sidecar to over mm -hmm. add the lemon yeah like it, i because i i used a jigger for this one because i generally will make i make a lot of my cocktails by feel and you know by just counting my pours uh but this one i wanted to do very specifically because i didn't want to have one overbalance too hard mm -hmm. yeah and there's actually an interesting like school of thought when it comes to sidecars in that um sidecar might have actually been the drink that gave way to the margarita mm-hmm and there's also uh, I was reading I was reading the uh, the wiki, uh, the Wikipedia entry for uh, the sidecar, and uh, it says that it is it is very similar to a daiquiri mm -hmm. as well. Um, it may have been one of the uh, like options that led to the margarita, but it also came about just after World War One and was named after the motorcycle attachment that was really first seen in mass uh, with World War One and troops coming mm -hmm. over from America. Especially. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a real refreshing like summer cocktail. Um, I mean, you can drink it any time of the year. But uh, for me, like whenever I have a sidecar, I always think of like sunshine and I always think of, you know, like a nice breeze and mm -hmm. just sitting out on uh, a deck or like a patio and you know, maybe reading a book or just with your friends chatting. Absolutely. 
Or I, playing video games. Or playing video games. I, it's uh, Uptown is one of those places, you know, because you get like Dave and Buster's and you get yeah. uh, Gameworks and like Jillian's was a thing in the Mall of America sure. for a while. And I think, I don't know if that, uh, and I think Jillian's was a chain. Either way, like those hit part of what the barcade really does, but it's more of like an arcade with a restaurant that has a right. bar. Whereas Up Down is much more of a like we serve booze and you can play nostalgic video games. Yeah. Like the like the game works and stuff like that, those are um oh they're family environments for, you know, everybody and you've got the sit down mm-hmm. areas and all the things, uh, but they are like they're not focused on the adult crowd. Yeah, Game Works is more of like a Chuck E. Cheese that you can bring adults to. Mm-hmm. That serves beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like GameWorks. Mm-hmm. I've never had bad experiences there, but I just I prefer Up Down because they have they have more retro cabinets. Yeah, well, and that's what that's the point of it. Like mm-hmm. Up Down is meant to be like a like a nostalgia factor. It's meant mm-hmm. to be the place that you go to play, you know, the games you played as a kid, or you know, show your maybe even show your <laughs> kids the yep. games that you played as a kid. <laughs> there's uh there's that wall that is like Mortal Kombat cabinets. Oh, I know uh, from like one through six. I think, or one through five. I know it had at least one through four. I'm just going to keep counting down until I'm certain, but I know uh, that it was just kind of like a line. I think line. it goes up to four. Uh, yeah, it was like a line of, of Mortal Kombat ca- cabinets. Uh, again, I was a little inebriated. There's the last a Killer time I was Instinct there. cabinet yep. in there, too. Mm-hmm. There's NBA Jam. Oh, NBA Jam. You there. can play, um, they actually have one of the um, SNK uh, multi cabinets. Yep. Uh, which are actually really cool because, um, and I'm going to get a little nerdy here, but um, it was one of those cabinets that actually just had a bunch of different games loaded into it, and you you could um, pick different games you wanted to play, mm-hmm. which was re- kind of a neat thing at the time because, um, you know, a lot of times when you'd go to, like, your local bar, it would only have one game to play. And, and if you play it and play it and play it and you get kind of sick of it, that's still the only option That's still you the have. only option. Whereas with one of these cabinets you could be like, you know what? I'm done with Puzzle Bobble. I'm going to play Super Dodgeball now. Mm-hmm. It also reminds me because it's like um, back in the late 80s through kind of early to mid even late 90s, um, there was a lot of places like Pizza Hut always mm-hmm. had the little back area and like Godfather's Pizza. You know, like every place you went had like a weird little cat like game area. And it was like one or two arcade cabinets. Movie theaters. Um, and then it was, yeah, movie theaters had them too. Uh, but it was usually like a couple of arcade cabinets and then like a claw machine mm-hmm. and air hockey or skee ball. Or just one of those other things that it's, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like a video game, but it's a thing that people do. And um, those have really disappeared. Yeah. I mean, Uptown has skee-ball. Yeah. Uptown has lots of things. I wanted to say everything, and that's just not possible. No. Especially with, you know, because for... Well, don't they have... Air, do they have air hockey upstairs? They have air hockey upstairs. Yeah, okay. And I think they actually have, like, the... Um, oh, they have, uh, they don't have Dance Dance Revolution, but they have um, Bust a Move, yeah, Bust a Groove, whatever the um, name of it was the the non Dance Dance Revolution mm-hmm. um, dancing game. Exactly, um, but no, they like they just they have a wealth of options. But uh, as evidenced by the retro pie that we were playing, that you uh, you built me so kindly for my my bachelor due, uh, the weirdest games. <laughs> you remember Escape Kids? Yes. When all we did so like. 
you know, since it is a ROM that is on a device, we don't have to worry about like feeding coins or anything. So a lot of the games that we ended up playing were designed to really be like quarter eating machines that you just keep feeding money to. And we just kept like... And of course, these are things that we own legally. Yes. Um, but we just kept adding, uh, you know, adding the uh, like coinage or whatever it was asking for and then just powering our characters up like absolutely over to the top. But we had no idea what it did. <laughs> and it literally just turned into like who could super jump in the best direction without like hitting a wall. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's fun. To, it's fun to see like what what they made and like what things like what arcade cabinets exist especially Mm -hmm. like on the other side of the world because you never actually would have had a chance to experience them exactly because they were very specific to certain regions and they weren't widely available everywhere yeah and that's actually kind of the cool part about um like barcades these days too because um like they trade in these games Mm -hmm. so like you might go to an arcade or i'm sorry like a barcade in you know um portland oregon and they might have um a non-translated version of a game that you've never heard Mm -hmm. of before but you throw a quarter in and you start playing it and you're like you know what this game is actually really really fun i have no idea i really like dress up peach (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah it's my favorite it, it, it hits the nostalgia factor it hits the like going out and doing things thing i mean like every time i've played killer queen especially we you know you end up playing with random people and you mm-hmm. just have a blast and it's it's one of those things that it is it's helping the area be more of a community in mm-hmm. my opinion um that it's it is engendering those like strangers interact and have a positive experience and then can be friends more later or they just never see each other but they had that moment as a group and you know it's it's moments like that that really make places like that a, like a place that you want to go back to constantly yeah and and like it, it's a th- i'm so happy to see them popping up in in so many different places like we've we've been to them when we've been traveling like mm-hmm. We've been to a barcade when we were in Portland. We've been to a barcade when we were in uh, Florida. We've been to one when we were in uh, Chicago. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can you can actually go and and see what different what, what how they do things differently too. Mm-hmm. Like the one one of the ones in Portland has like a weird dance floor, which I thought was unique. And then there's huh. another one that has like a has what looks like a Thunderdome esque cage. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's not like an actual cage cage, but like like the room is like designed yeah. to look like a Thunderdome-esque cage. Huh. Yeah, it was kind of cool. That's interesting. Well, and it's also, you know, there are times where everything is a little bit cramped. Mm-hmm. You know, like you've got, like when you get your pinball machines next to each other, you know, you don't have a lot of room. You don't want to be moving around too much when you're Mm-mm. playing pinball. Um, but, you know, it's, there's not a lot of space between you and the rail where people can sit. And, you know, it, it gets really crowded in there. Like yeah, it your does. Friday, Saturday nights. Like we went and like Saturday at noon because we wanted to have fun while it was not super busy. Yeah. And that is the one thing that you will need to keep, keep in mind, like. If you're planning to go hit 
almost anywhere that is a place to go out and have a you know have a drink and do stuff like this. Like if you're going out at seven eight p.m. on a Saturday, it's gonna be really busy. Yeah, so prepare yourself. Yeah, but if you want to experience it where you have a little bit more time to breathe and kind of really look at you know the beer and cocktail selections, yeah. like. Go on a Tuesday afternoon, you know, like whatever, if you have a day off that you can take during the week or if you're planning a vacation time anyway, make it happen then because then you can really kind of breathe in that space. Yeah, we like going at what we call, um, and I'm sorry if this is is a very ageist statement to make, but we (laughs) like going to places at the grandparents hour. Yep. Because it is so much fun to go, you know, it's never, it's never busy, Mm -hmm. like, you get in, your the service is almost always great. Mm-hmm. Um, people are always surprised to see you because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, people are actually here. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yes. The best part is when you show up and you realize that they just opened at like 5 o'clock p.m. <laughs> yep. And it's like you're walking in because like Can Can Wonderland does mm-hmm. that. And that's another place that uh, that we should be hitting in its own episode. But to just kind sure. of mention it. Um, as part of the barcades in general, you know, Can Can is only open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they they open at 4 p.m. Uh, so if you arrive at like two in the afternoon, they will be closed, and you will have somebody at the door being like, "Come back in a couple of hours," and you know because they and they're not open till like four in the morning; they're open till like one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but what they do is so wonderful, and they have they have such a wealth of old and new cabinets you know they're getting better stuff every time we go there uh they had a really sweet pong uh table when we were there for the wedding and uh like just keep finding different things to rotate in yeah and i did actually get to see uh their back area where they kind of keep the games that they're working on to get back into working condition or are being repaired and it's massive so you know can can wonderland up down both big thumbs up from us yeah and if you're if you're looking at other barcades in the area in the minneapolis st paul area we have a wealth of them like Mm -hmm. we we are incredibly lucky to have so many places to go and drink a beer and play video games um there is the st paul tap Mm -hmm. there's Oxcart ale house yeah um there is tilt pinball bar Mm -hmm. um Let's see, Smash, which has like virtual reality in the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you know, we have like the generic ones like Dave and Buster's and, and like all those. Like mm-hmm. we don't really need to mention those because those are much easily, more nationwide yeah. and easily mm-hmm. accessible kind of things. But can you think of any, did I not mention any in the metro area? That, uh, I was trying to think of it uh, and I don't, I don't think we've really missed anything unless oh, there's something. Oh, oh, uh, oh uh, um, uh, the brewery. Um, you said St. Paul Tap. No, no, that's not a brewery. Um, oh. It's in St. Paul. Uh, Bad Weather Brewing does sometimes does an arcade night. Oh. Um, but it's not an, they're not an actual arcade, but they will sometimes do like an arcade night. Okay. And so that, that I think counts as well. I can accept that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do an arcade night when you're not an arcade. Do they bring cabinets in? Or- I, I don't know. I've never been, but okay. like they do. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh. We need to check that out then. Yeah, definitely. Um, so with like the with the remaining time that we have left, mm-hmm. um, Aaron, I kind of want to uh, take I, I want to take a like a nostalgic moment for you here because we like to sometimes get into the history of this. Yeah. Um, what is the the first? Okay, I'm going to give you a couple of different prompts here. So, okay. first, what is your favorite arcade memory? Uh, what is your most traumatic arcade memory? 
And what is the coolest arcade you've ever been to? Okay. And what is the coolest gaming, like non like in your house gaming experience you've had? Oh, that's a lot. Okay, so it's, you don't have to answer all of them, but yeah, those are just general. Those prompts. are the prompts. Okay. Um, favorite arcade moment would have to be I was at I want to say it was either Jillian's or Dave and Buster's in Las Vegas. Uh, I was there with my father uh, for so we were celebrating my twenty first birthday. So it was like a month after I turned twenty one. Um, I got really drunk and I played Soul Calibur two or yeah Soul Calibur two or four. I can't remember either there, way. There's a four. There's a six now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I haven't anyway, played Soul Calibur in a while. <laughs> yeah. No, but so I'm pretty sure it was Soul Calibur two. Anyway. Uh, and I went on story mode, and I think I picked Tollum, and it's the like little yeah, girl yeah. with the, the okay. confas, um, and. Because I generally play female characters that jump a lot when I can play, you know, side-by-side fighting games. Because you're a pogo stick. Yeah, I am. Uh, but anyway, so I I ended up getting through the entire story campaign. Um, and when I turned around, there was a gaggle of, like, 12-year-old boys that were just like, oh, You did it! And I was so happy. And I was just, like, over the moon that I had gotten through that. And it was amazing. And I will always cherish that memory. Aww. That's a really good one. <laughs> I really like that one. Yeah. I think my my most nostalgic arcade memory was when a friend of mine and I uh, beat Time Crisis 2 at the state fair. We were Ooh. staying there because we had won a championship at our local 4-H uh, <laughs> county fair. Yes. And so you get to like spend the night at the state fair. Mm-hmm. Um, which meant we got to wake up early in the morning. So we mm-hmm. each brought a hundred bucks, which we had saved working our jobs. Oh, nice. And we just brought it to the arcade in the morning and we just started playing Time Crisis 2 until we beat it. <laughs> and like we felt such a sense of accomplishment because it took us several hours to actually beat this game and probably about 50 bucks each to, to beat the game because oh, we yeah. were not very good at the game at all. Well, um, one of uh, one of the other attendees and I, we played that in Updown because they have a time yeah. crisis to cabinet, and we played through and beat at least a portion of it. It hit, we hit credits. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we beat beat the game, but we hit credits and we were we were like surprised and happy, and we probably spent like forty bucks in tokens <laughs> on that. So that's great that we've both just doggedly beaten that game in particular in an arcade okay um all right so what's your what's your what's the coolest arcade you've ever been to oh man or like the the like the best arcade you've ever been to i like because i want to say it's it's can can really Mm -hmm. like because so i'm gonna have to like caveat this with two things so it's can can because of just the the sheer variety of everything they've got you know they've got mm-hmm. cabinets uh they, they got pinball cabinets from the 50s and they've got like fairly new cabinets and they've got like really obscure stuff that like i didn't remember or even knew existed uh but then i just i really want to go back to the arcade that i played at in the mall when i was growing up because it you know it had that like kind of weird neon lines on black carpet and walls and uh you know like just it was kind of dark and it was hazy because people could still smoke in the mall and you know it just it it still reminds like every time i think back to it it just reminds me of the like freedom of youth Mm -hmm. so those are the two that i'd have to go to i think my favorite is uh musee mechanique in san francisco 
All right, let's hear about this. Uh, it's in Fisherman's Wharf, mm-hmm. and it is, uh, you know, like the one of the world's like largest, um, like um, penny arcades okay. in the world. And the cool, like you know, like how CanCan has like a bunch of like old, 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 old like yeah. games. Yeah. Um, this place has like lovingly restored, ooh, um, classic, classic classic like these these go back to the like nickelodeons they have like oh. the kind where you would put like a nickel in and the hand and, and you would hand crank it mm-hmm. um they have like they have a, a laughing sal like huh. the big big huge clown thing that you yeah. just put like a thing in and it just goes ha 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 and it's creepy as hell Ugh. um but like and they have like the old baseball games where you like roll a coin down yep. the slot and try to score like a home run with it and the zolthar machine yeah mm-hmm or yeah. Zoltar. Yeah, they have a Zoltar machine there. Like it is it's 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 amazingly cool. It's like a big huge warehouse just filled with like oh, that's old, awesome. old, old arcade machines. And like some of them you wouldn't really think of as arcade mm-hmm. machines. Like they you would think of them more like, you know, maybe like a like a like a like a like a, like a reel to reel kind of thing, mm-hmm. but they're so cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, I think that one that one is probably the like the, the neatest for thing. You. Yeah. Although I'd have to say that Enter the Void or the Void experience is the coolest thing I've done. You know, I haven't done that. They are opening at the Mall of America finally. <sighs> I, I know, I can't like, wait. Next month, uh, I, my my boss's my new boss's wife is working there. Okay, you and me go. Yep. All right. Anyway, um, if you want to if you want to encourage us to do something, you can hit us up, fans at travelbyproxy.com. Um, you can like us on Facebook, uh, or you can leave a comment um, on our blog or on our Facebook page. And the Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jerris, copyright 2015, both of which are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org. Thank you very much for listening, and Walking we wish you, you and a look out your window. Moving these stones and yours, rearranging all the pieces that you find. Now we're talking about things and places, all the names and the faces of the people that you love.